Hey, thanks for being here this morning on this uh, Christmas uh, Eve morning. Uh, It's great to celebrate and give uh, you the opportunity for all of us to just receive that good news that Jesus is in the world. I'm uh, Pastor Bob, the lead pastor here at uh, Christ Church, and uh, we got a lot of exciting stuff happening at Christ Church, and would love to have all of you uh, be part of that. Uh, Today, we're about the excitement, though, that uh, Jesus uh, is in the world. And uh, we're going to do that by finishing up our uh, message series called The Dark Side of Christmas. And uh, we've been kind of using Star Wars as a way to kind of get some analogy around understanding the gospel, uh, especially around the Christmas gospel. And so if you're uh, familiar with Star Wars, hopefully this will kind of connect with you and make sense. If you have not seen Star Wars, I'm sorry, you missed it. And this won't make any sense to you, but uh, we're glad you're here anyway, okay? We're glad you're here anyway. Um, so um, we're going to just uh, walk through some of the highlights of what we already talked about and then, uh, and then just the, the good news that Christmas is here. Uh, when you come to the Star Wars experience, if you've seen that series, you know that there is ample uh, number of characters who are on the dark side, right? There's uh, all kinds of characters who fill the screen with their kind of evil, dark uh, persona, and that just captures uh, some of them up there. I don't know if anybody can name all of those, but uh, it, there's a lot of them, right? And it's a great illustration for us because uh, Scripture uh, makes it clear to us that that actually is pretty real about our world, too. That our world has ample characters uh, of darkness, right? Uh, greed, uh, lust, jealousy, hatred, right? And the list can go on and on and on, right? Our world... Uh, is a pretty dark place. And the truth is, on that first Christmas, our world was also a pretty dark place. When Jesus first came into the world, uh, he came into that same kind of world that we live in today. And it's filled with all those darkness characters. Uh, For the folks in that time, uh, for God's people, uh, they had gone through all kinds of darkness, right? They had been slaves down in Egypt, set free, got their own land, but then they failed at that. Uh, the Babylonians came in and took them over. Then the Persians came in and took them over. Then the Greeks came in and took them over and tried to wipe them out, wipe out their traditions and their lifestyles completely, make them all good little Greeks. Uh, and then the Romans came in, and they absolutely took over with an iron fist and an iron foot. And so that's the kind of dark world that uh, Jesus came into, right? And that is part of just the the miracle of the message of of Christmas. And that is simply that God is not afraid uh, of the dark. Kids out there, do you ever get afraid of the dark? Yeah, sometimes, right? Well, here's what you need to remember. The next time you get afraid of the dark, you need to remember God is not afraid of the dark, right? Adults ever get afraid of the dark out there? Go ahead, admit it in front of your kids. It's fine. 
right? And what do we need to remember? Hey, the good news of Christmas is God is absolutely not afraid of the dark. It's, it's part of the Christmas story. It is the Christmas message that God came into a very real and a very dark world, right? Micah, the prophet, uh, prophesied about it even long before it would happen. He said, Bethlehem, you're the place. You're a small village among the people of Judah, yet a ruler of Israel whose origins are of the distant past will come from you on my behalf. Notice all the stuff happening in there. That Bethlehem, this insignificant little place, just the ways down the road from Jerusalem, that's the place that's going to happen. And somebody from the distant past, that means God himself is going to come in to this world, and he's going to come in not for himself, but for who? He's going to come in for you. He's going to come in for us. He comes into a dark world because we need him in our world. We need light in the midst of our darkness. And that's what he brings. He brings hope to us in the midst of a very dark world. Paul, the apostle, a guy who was an incredible speaker, incredible witness to the gospel, he had his own periods and experiences of of darkness in his life. And in Corinthians here, he tries to kind of share with those Corinthian Christians this truth, this reality that, hey, he experienced the darkness of the world, and yet God is not afraid of the dark and is with him in that darkness. He says, indeed, we felt we'd received the sentence of death. Pretty dark? Absolutely, right? He felt under the sentence of death. Death was near. But this happened that we might not rely on ourselves but on God who raises the dead. He even, re- he even goes into that darkness of death. He has delivered us from such a deadly peril, and he will deliver us again. On him we have set our hope that he will continue to do what? To deliver us. God is not afraid of the dark, and he is willing to enter into the darkness of your world. Whatever darkness you may be experiencing in your life right now. You just need to cling to the Christmas message and cling to that good news that Jesus came into the world. He came into a real world. He came into your dark world. And in that darkness, He is our hope. He is our light. One of the things we find in that dark world is the experience of shame. It's real close to that darkness, right? Because we know it's in that darkness that we have our faults and our failures and our mistakes and all the things that go on in a broken life that we live. And all those things create this experience of, of shame in our lives. In the, in the Star Wars experience, there's this great moment when Luke, this kind of symbol of light and hope, right? The young guy, symbol of light and hope, has to come to grips with the reality of the darkness, that his father is actually, you know, Darth Vader, the symbol of darkness uh, and evil, right? Can't, can't imagine, right, the tussle that would be in his own life. Truth is, we all go through that. I mean, we all go through the reality of facing that darkness in our own life, that power of evil that takes hold of our lives. And with that comes that experience of shame. 
Now, the good news is the Bible never avoids that. The Bible actually uh, makes it real clear. It deals with the reality of shame. And even in the Christmas story, shame is exposed. You've got the Christmas story in the Gospel of Matthew, and you got Mary, and you got Joseph, and, and it doesn't hide the reality. In fact, it brings it to the fore of the shame that Mary and Joseph are dealing with in, in their life, because Mary was pregnant before they got married. And they have to deal with the shame. It's at the end here, verse 19. Joseph, to whom she was engaged, was a righteous man, meaning he knew what was right. He was a righteous man, and he didn't want to disgrace her publicly. What is he dealing with? Well, he's dealing with the reality of the shame that's going on in this experience. See, another great witness to us in the Christmas story is that God is not scared of our shame. He entered into the darkness to deal with our shame. We get in the in the Hebrews, the book of Hebrews, the, the great irony that it's at the very place of shame that Jesus deals with our shame. Watch this one. It says, Why do, uh, we do this keeping our eyes on Jesus, the champion who uh, initiates and perfects our faith. Because of the joy awaiting him, he endured the cross, disregarding its what? Think about this. Right at this very place where the world, where the darkness would say, this is like the epitome of the place of shame, an executioner's cross, right? This this would be the place of the epitome of shame. And it's right there at the epitome of shame in the experience of the darkness of the world that Jesus embraces and takes our shame. He is not scared of our shame. He came into the world to shoulder our shame. It's the Christmas story. He's not afraid of the dark. And he's not scared of our shame. There's nothing in your life right now that he's scared of. There's nothing that you can admit to him. That's going to scare him because he is ready to shoulder whatever that is. And when he takes it off us, there is a relief and there is a joy. You love him even though you've never seen him. Though you do not see him now, you trust him and you rejoice with a glorious, inexpressible joy. The reward for just trusting him. It's the Christmas story. It's the Christmas story that God came into a dark world. He is not afraid of the dark, and he's not scared of our shame. He is also not fearful of our frustration. He's not fearful of our frustration. It's one of the great scenes in Darth Vader expressing his frustration there a little inappropriately, but, you know, frustration nonetheless, right? The deal is God is not fearful of our frustration, right? Even though we may live as a follower and live a new life in him, there's, there's going to be frustration because the world is still exerting its darkness. Mary and Joseph, they have to go through the experience of going from Nazareth to Bethlehem. We talked about it last week, the 70 miles and the frustration that that must have had, right? Especially when she's ready to have, a, have this child in, in days, right? And yet they've got to go. They've got to go. 
And they've got to go not just because Caesar said. They've got to go because Micah the prophet said, Bethlehem is the place where Jesus is going to be born. So this experience of frustration that they go through is actually the avenue that God uses to get them in the right place at the right time for him to come into the world. Think about that. See, the next time you're in frustration, think about how God might be using your frustration to move you to the right place at the right time according to his purposes. I mean, we see it on that first Christmas, right? The first Christmas experience, the sky fills up with angels and angels start praising God and singing and they're going glory to God in the highest heaven, peace on earth to those with whom God is pleased. And notice it says in there that it was the armies of heaven who showed up. You see, nothing was going to stop the experience of Jesus coming into the world in the right place at the right time. And the same is true. The same is true today. Jesus came into this dark world. He's not afraid of the dark. He's not scared of our shame. And he is not fearful of our frustrations because he is still working in and through our lives to bring us to the place and the purposes that he desires. And nothing will fail his purposes. His word will never fail. His purposes will never fail. His love for us will never fail. All of that is proven in Christmas. In spite of all of the darkness, the light came into the world. It's a great scene in the whole Star Wars event where uh, the Death Star, right? The big symbol of darkness, the Death Star is destroyed. And here's kind of the picture of it being destroyed, right? What is taking over this, this death? What is taking over this symbol of darkness? Well, an explosion, but it's showing up like light, right? That's the whole theme of tonight for us. The whole hope for us tonight is that that, that you will leave tonight and you'll understand one simple good news principle of Christmas. And that is that when Jesus came into the world, the light came into the world. And that light will always overwhelm the darkness. When Jesus came into the world, when you let Jesus, when you receive Jesus into your life, that light comes into your life. And that light will always overwhelm any darkness that you're experiencing. It cannot fail. Light will always succeed. Light will always triumph. Light will always get the victory. And at Christmas, we just welcome the light. The prophet Isaiah said that's what's going to happen. The people who walk in darkness, they're going to see a great light. Not a simple light, not a tiny light, not a wimpy light. You're going to see a great light. For those who live in a land of deep darkness, a light is going to shine. Jesus said it about himself. I have come as a light to shine in this dark world so that all who put their trust in me will no longer remain in the dark. We don't remain in the dark anymore. Because Christmas, Christmas is here. And Jesus, he's not afraid of the dark. He's not scared of the shame. He is absolutely willing to enter into our frustration 
and work through our lives to bring us into the light. I am the light of the world. If you follow me, you won't have to walk in darkness because you will have the light that leads to life. Christmas is about this incredible, powerful light that is ready to come into your life. And it cannot and it will not fail. It will overwhelm the darkness. Let's pray. Father, we come to you tonight and this morning, and we're grateful that we can celebrate this great good news that you, you chose to come into the world. Even though it was a difficult and dark place, you would not leave us alone. That your love for us is so great and so strong that you would enter in in spite of all the challenges. That you're not afraid of the dark. You're not scared of our shame. And you're not fearful of our frustrations. But you are here as our hope, our joy, our peace. You are here as our light. So, Lord, we ask today... Overwhelm the darkness. Do what only you can do. Let your light so shine that it would overwhelm our lives, that our lives would move in the purpose and the direction that you choose. Thank you, Lord, that we can gather this morning and celebrate this great good news that the light has come into the world. We pray it and we adore you and praise you. In Jesus' precious name, amen. Bring
But you are a chosen people, a royal priesthood, a holy nation, God's special possession, that you may declare the praises of...